Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here. Locked on Nationals podcast. Today is the 20th of June, 2022. Happy Juneteenth to all of you all out there. Today's show is brought to you all by our friends at rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com today for the best prices on parts for your car or truck. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day. Fun show coming up for you guys today because it's an off day. We're going to start doing the Nationals Stock Exchange. Whose stock is up? Whose stock is down? And what does that stock mean? Stock up for trade assets? Stock up for guys who are going to be long-term players? Stock down for certain star players? I think you know who we're talking about here. So we'll start doing these every off day. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Should be a fun one. You are Locked On Nationals. Your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, uh, still trying to figure out best place at my uncle's house to do the show right now. That's why it's still just the audio version, no video if you're watching on YouTube, just kind of the audio with a, a picture overlay. Get that figured out. I actually did an episode of Locked On Big 12 today where I shot up, but the Wi-Fi wasn't good, so I ended up having to piece it together. Don't want to do that for you all. Also, I think I want to start doing these on the off days, the stock exchanges. We're just looking at whose stock is up, whose stock is down, especially as of late. So I think it's a fun way to start. We like positivity on this show. Um, so I'll start with the Nationals, where they sit right now, and then we'll go into whose stock is up. Stock is down right now for the Nata Dudes. The Nationals are 24 and 46 through the first 70 games of their 2022 campaign. Unbelievable. They're actually, we're approaching now the halfway point of the season. They have a 343 winning percentage. They uh, are 14, excuse me, they're 21 games back of the New York Mets. They are doing math in my head right now. 15 and a half back of the Braves, 13 back of the Phillies. Eight back of the fish and 12 and 26 at home, 12 and 20 on the road, a minus 109 run differential right now. They, excuse me, won one game. They are two and eight, though, in their last 10. That's where the Nats sit right now. And so, um, you know, I was thinking about, hey, all right, whose stock is up? Whose stock is down? We have to go with Josh Bell. And I know he has not been hitting the best. As of lately, last like you know, 15 games or so, I don't think has been have been his best. But we have to think about where Josh Bell is coming from on this 2022 campaign. You know, switches teams, and, and we have to say his time with the Nationals has really been fantastic. I mean, he's been a really strong player for them. Obviously, had a rough start to the year 2021, but dealing with COVID and whatnot, and now you know, on the whole. He's hit, let's see, I'm counting the numbers now for how many games he's played in. Uh, 211, 213, excuse me, games with the Nationals. He has hit 38 home runs. He has driven in a total of 132 runs as well. Just been a really strong player for the Nationals, and especially this season. He's 10th in the NL on average, which you didn't think you'd be saying that about Josh Bell. He is uh, ninth in OBP, just surged above Juan Soto. 15th in runs driven in for a team that's not really doing a ton in front of them. I know Cesar Hernandez is great in the hits category, and Juan Soto walks a decent bit. But still, 
Not like this offense is always rocking and rolling. 15th in RBIs, 284 against the lefties, 300 against the righties. That just goes to show you Josh Bell is having a complete season. He's having an awesome season. And that's why, you know, look, did I think this kind of year was coming for him? Also, um, uh, he is uh, 20th in OPS at 854. Did I think this kind of year was coming for him? No, but he's a really solid veteran player. Obviously not always great on defense, but adds a bat to the lineup. People like him. He's really starting to come on, you know, offensively and has been all season. And now the kind of the price of the the price of the brick is going up, to use a term from the wire. Uh, the price of the brick's going up, my friends, for Josh Bell. But also with that same token, the price to re-sign him may be increasing. The price to trade for him is also increasing. This is a guy that the Nationals really could use as part of the rebuild. He, some teams might see him as a rental. Some teams might see him with a chance to re-sign him, um, you know, through the, uh, the re-sign him after this. Um, and, you know, I think with the way, I mean, he is a middle of the order bat. He is a guy that can drive in people who are on base. He can hit for power. No, I mean, the ball has been dead in this year. So his 11 home runs, I know it's not like, you know, fantastic, but um, let's see, I think I did the on pace for, 103 runs driven in this year, or around 100 runs driven in this season. And, and so I know the home run's not there, but still he's driving in runs at an awesome clip with a you know, 476 slugging positive war as well. It's a guy that's going to, he's a great asset. Whether the Nationals keep him or trade him, I think he's their best trade asset right now uh, just because of what he represents. I mean, I, I think he is a player that could fetch uh, one or two really good players because of how well he's playing, his age, the ability to re-sign him, and I don't think it's going to be some crazy massive contract he gets. Also, he's a switch hitter, and he's killing it from both sides of the plate. That is variety. That is versatility. That gives you a really good option that you can hit, in my opinion, anywhere three, four, or five in this batting order um, You know, uh, this year. And so batting third, he's hit 263 and 70 uh, with the 345 on base, 76 play attempts or plate appearance, excuse me. Um, 76 ABs, rather. Uh, in the four spot, 94 ABs, 330 with a 442 on base. He has been killing it in that, killing it in that spot. Uh, well, you know, he's driven in 16 runs in that spot. And then fifth, 19 runs driven in in 78 ABs, 282 average. This is a guy who's going up there looking to make something happen, really has just killed it in that four spot this year. Runners on base, he's hitting 303. Scoring position, he's hitting uh, he's uh, hitting 300 this year with 32 runs driven in, and uh, you know also bases loaded. Had a nice year as well. He's two for five. So this and leading off and hitting 244. It's not like he's the best spot for him. So um, yeah, I mean that four spot, I think that's probably the best option for him. I expect the Nationals to get a lot of calls about him in the coming month. But as a National right now, stock definitely is up. All right, stock down. Have to go with Juan Soto. You know, the thing about him this year, it's, it's funny. He's on pace for 80 RBIs. It's not that bad. Um, he's also on pace for 31 home runs. A 30 home run season with this ball being, you know, deadened, right? Or at least it was deadened to start off the season. Really good too. But it, it's, to me, the big difference for Juan this season is... The against lefties, he's really gotten his ass kicked. I mean, it's not like he's been great against righties either, but he's really 
gotten his ass kicked. 94 ABs. He is hitting 181, and he has 20 strikeouts in those 94 ABs. Four homers, uh, 15 RBIs, a 181 average, and 319 on base. 367 on base overall and a 218 average overall. So, I mean, you know, he's around 40 points lower than his average. Uh, and he's, once again, the average pretty low, you know, against the lefties. Against righties, 242 with 396. Like, that's fine. That's actually okay. You know, that's it's down year for him, but still pretty productive. The, you know, this this is where he's struggling. Because if you look at, if you look at Juan Soto across the across the years, last year against lefties, 193 ABs, 280 with a 403 on base. That's freaking unreal. It's awesome. I know it's you no know, tougher usually lefty on lefty, but like go back to 2020 as well. Smaller sample size, but he hit 360 against the lefties in 50 ABs. 2019 World Series season, he hit 285 to 371 on base against lefties, and he made his debut uh, in, in 2018. 111 ABs, 279 to 360 on base against lefties. That is where he is struggling right now. He's pressing a bit more than we're used to seeing him. Obviously still walking a really, you know, I mean, walking a ton right now, but he's just not seeing the ball. You know, he's seeing the ball, uh, that perspective, well. It's almost like he's kind of a, a leadoff hitter in that way. I think Juan Soto at leadoff would be something interesting for teams to try. I just don't think they have a good enough two-hitter right now to back him up at that point, so they keep hitting him there. But Juan as a leadoff hitter would be interesting just because he gets on base so much, and also that power pop might be something. I don't know. Let's see how the Nationals do rest of the year. Uh, maybe that's a place they can go. But, yeah, this year he's hit second and third in the order. 235 the second, so he's in a little bit better. When he hits third, though, he's just 185. And then the, the big thing for him has been runners on. Uh, with nobody on, he's hitting 220. With runners on, 216. Runners in scoring position, yikes. 135, 7, 4, 52. Does 11 walks, just two home runs, 16 runs driven in on the year in that spot. Is OPS in those situations uh, with, with uh, runners on in scoring position? It's 536 um, right now. OBP is 286. So, and slugging is just 250. In those bigger moments, the moments we're used to seeing him come through, I think he's just putting too much pressure on himself in those moments. That's why we're not seeing him get the results we're used to seeing, but there's no doubt, especially the way he's been playing as of late, the month of um, of June has not been good to him. Uh, and, you know, the, the last, last like week or so, I would say, uh, in the last week, he's got two hits over the, yeah, over the course of the last week since the 13th. And he had a stretch there, the stretch against the Phillies and one game against the Braves where he put up a big offer. Uh, I think it ended up being like 0 for 14 in that stretch with three or four walks. So not the guy we're used to seeing, but it's still there. You still see moments where it's there. I'm not like concerned he's going to be able to get it back. And also I think having a better team around him would definitely help the offense as well. I think that's for sure something that we would see happen. All right, quick break, and we'll continue the Nationals Stock Exchange. But first, word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com today for the best prices on parts for your car or truck. Whether you need carpet for your car, whether you need uh, you know new tail lamps, anything like that, go to rockauto.com today. When you guys do, put the uh, in the How'd You Hear About Us box, put Locked On, or you can put Locked On Nationals as well. Uh, that's very much appreciated. For the best selection, once again, best selection, best prices, any part that you need, rockauto.com. 
Stockup.com today. Stock up. You knew we'd be going this direction. Luis Garcia, I mean, just has come to the majors and hit and hit and hit and hit and hit and hit some more. Small sample size, obviously. Hasn't even played 20 games yet. But 360 with that funny 372 on base. 507 slugging at 878 OPS. He's at two home runs. He's driven in 10 runs total. Has struck out 16 times, but he's been aggressive and had some big performances as a result. Uh, you know, and also this guy racks up multi-hit games. I mean, you know, in succession and then often, you know, he actually, uh, he said he's had two streaks this year. He's had at least three straight games where he has had double-digit hits. On the season, he has got, let's see, I'm counting now, I think nine games with at least two hits. Three for four last game with a double against the Phillies, just one strikeout. He is a really productive back-of-the-order guy. Where he goes from here, you know, long-term, uh, I'm not positive. You know, maybe, you know, long-term plans, maybe move him up in the order. But as a back-of-the-order guy, just somebody who can be a spark plug and make things happen, he is 100% somebody whose stock is up. Obviously, we want more of a sample size for him just because it's so small at this point in time. But, you know, he's played teams like the Phillies, uh, like the Braves, like the Brewers. And right now he's riding a four-game hitting streak. In those last four games, he's tallied eight hits. So, you know, two hits a game and did it against us and a couple good teams. So Luis Garcia's stock continues to rise. Obviously, we want to keep seeing more out of him continually over, 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 and over again. It's just, you know, repetition is what we what we have to see, what we need to see. Um, I would say, yeah, his stock is up. Stock down, Eric Fetty. Um, you know, I, I I jinxed him. I have to be honest. I, I, I jinxed him, uh, you know, recently when I said that, hey, he's the best Nationals pitcher right now. Well, got shelled against the Mets. Um, you know, wasn't great against uh, the, the, the uh, Reds in a win. Wasn't great against Milwaukee in a win. It was, it was okay. It was fine. And then against the Braves, he was fine as well. Um, but I just feel like, you know, that guy that we saw earlier in the year, not there, especially over those last four starts, had a fantastic, fantastic month of May. But June, not been as kind of a guy who's 29 years old. His trade prospects are going to be interesting. Teams always need pitching depth. And you're seeing teams right now deal with pitching injuries. I know a few teams are. Maybe Eric Fetty's a guy that they want, and eventually if some guy does get healthy, they can transition him back to the pen at a certain, or transition him to the pen, excuse me, in a long relief type capacity. But for right now, I think we have to say the stock for Eric Fetty is down. Um, Stock up. Another guy whose stock is up. Josiah Gray. I think his stock is way up because... We've seen those moments, I talked about it yesterday, talk about it again today, of struggle for him. And the stock is up because he's clearly learning. That performance he had yesterday against the Phillies was his best start as a national. And so at a time where like, you know, we're, we're trying to see which guys will stay around, we want to see guys improve, we want to see guys get better, there's no doubt that this national's arm is getting better. And when you guys go to, I know everybody likes to look at MLB pipeline for the Nationals and see who is in that pipeline, who is coming down the line for the Nats. Sure, Cade Cavalli, 
Cole Henry, Jackson Rutledge, uh, you know, Gerardo Carrillo. Uh, those are the guys that people want to see. People are curious how they're going to be, how they're going to do, you know, when they make it up to the bigs. But the first guy that's there now that they're trying to see how good he can be is Josiah Gray. He is the the prospect type arm. You know, he's a guy who was, he was a well-sought-after prospect. Um, you know, a cornerstone of a big trade. Obviously, Kbert Ruiz has been really good this year, too. But he, the Nationals need pitching, right? With the way Strasburg has been injured, with how much money he's making, with how bad Corbin has been, with how much money he is making, they need to hit on some of these young pitchers who they have control over, who they don't have to pay a zillion dollars to. They're hitting on Josiah right now. And once again, not about the numbers for him at the end of the year. It's about, you know, in, in really like the total results. But is he getting better? Yes, this month of June has been red hot. The last four uh, games he has pitched have been awesome. After he had a really rough stretch of three against the uh, the Astros, against Miami, and against the Dodgers. But really, uh, the, the Miami game wasn't that bad. Um, but the last four have been really good now. Two of them have been losses. Um, you know, they had a 6-5 win against Colorado, 8-5 win against Cincinnati. But a 2-1 loss and a 2-1 loss in games that he pitched really well. And also, he's thrown 218 pitches in his last two games. He's starting to get more length on the air, starting to get a few more ground balls than he got before. Nine in his last outing, and that is the most that he got all season long. And we talked about him as a fly ball pitcher. Double-digit fly balls uh, in in the month of May. He had double-digit fly balls in five of his six starts. Has not had double-digit fly balls, and that's where he gets in trouble because you know the home run ball is something that he gives up. Uh, he's given up one home run this month, surrendered 10 the previous month. So he is making those adjustments. He is doing a lot better with those things that we wanted him to. And those improvements are what you want to see. So, you know, right now, obviously things can have, you know, change in a dime in this business, but right now he as a prospect is coming along the right way. So is K Barrett Ruiz. Those two guys are coming along the right way right now. And that's something that's very positive for the nationals. All right. One more quick word from our sponsors. On today's show, today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Go to built.com today. That's built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, for 15% off at built.com. They've got a new Mud Pie Built Bar. It's delicious. It's so, so good. Uh, You guys will love this. Mud Pie Bar and Mud Pie Puff. They've got Built Go, they've got Built Boost, uh, all things to help you guys get through your day to day. Once again, promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15, for 15% off at Built.com. Yeah, so these stock exchanges, we're going to do these pretty often, hopefully, um, you know, every off day, like, which is a fun time, a good time, I think, to do it. Um, and also, coming up tomorrow, Connor Newcomb, from Locked On Orioles. He and I will be doing a crossover. Always love talking to him to preview our first Beltway series of the year. Nats head to Baltimore to play two games with the Orioles. We'll check on the Orioles, see how they're doing, kind of a similar spot. The Nationals encouraged about prospects, hope, hopeful in that department. It's always a good conversation with Connor Newcomb. That'll be coming up. Our conversation with Matt Weirich will happen on Wednesday, as we do every single week. So those are things to look forward to. Make sure you follow us on Twitter 
at LO underscore nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcast, and you can find us on YouTube as well. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us today. Till next time, as always, stay safe.